listening to Inclusive AF with Jackie Clayton and Katie Van Horn. I agree with her. Whoop, hello, hello, hello. It is Wednesday afternoon, and this is the Inclusive AF podcast. I'm Katie. And I am Jackie. Maybe we so we're just going to first name. We're yeah, just going to yeah, first yeah. name now. And then I can't, then you can't pause unless you're like, Jackie. <laughs> that would be odd. Don't do that. How are you uh, doing, Katie Sue? I'm good. Um, Emily calls me Katie Sue, just so you know. Love that. Emily's my sister. I know I don't talk about my siblings very often because they're all like, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know the right words to use today. We're going to just leave it. Because they're all listeners. They're all avid listeners. Um, so yeah. Okay. So let's talk about it. So I would like to talk about, what's the song called again? Beyonce. Get on out of this job. What is it called? (laughs) It's called break my soul. Break my soul. Okay. So I have so many things to talk about with this song. It hit like different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I felt it in my bones. I just love that she does the anthem so very well, but I'm also like, oh, Nelly. Like, my first reaction, of course, was the HR reaction of like, oh my God, please don't quit your job because of the I, That's what I said. I was like, I hope people are not going to quit their job um, because. That comes from a place of privilege and you might yeah. need to keep yours. Right. And I think there were a few folks that actually kind of said that, you know, like obviously she's coming from a, a, a place of privilege to be able to have that song and feel that way. Um, but the but song. You know, and I know there are some people that just need to get out. Okay. So, so, okay. I think we talked about last recording we talked about layoffs and kind of what should people do i would like to talk a little bit more about um well more about beyonce because i love her but also just it generally like about the what are the reasons why you don't let them break your soul i think one of the things that's really important is that there are companies that do break your soul and i feel like Some people feel like it's a rite of passage, like they have to have that, but you don't. And so I think what I think I want people to really get asked the questions to figure out, is it really breaking your soul? And I think I think that goes to am I trying to be somebody else at work um, that's so extreme than the real person that I am? Because I think we're all different at work. You know? Yes. Yes. Um, but it's like, am I to a point where I'm uncomfortable and this is stressful for me? Do I have to put on a full charade? Am I accepting things that I would not accept every day? Would I be embarrassed by the things that I say okay to here? Um, or the other part is like, does this company support things that I am opposed to or donate? Like, those are things that even though it's nice that you have a job that you can, that can really be crushing. And, and 
I think you get some people get so used to it that you don't realize that you're not your best self or being doing your best work. So for me, I agree with you. Like, I think it is like people feel like it's a rite of passage or like I have to endure this, but you don't. And, and I, I, I think that's a piece that, so I'm going to say a couple things. The first one is, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard that analogy of like, the, you know, the father gives his daughter a car for her graduation and he said, okay, take it to the junkyard and see, you know, it's this old car, see what they'll give you for it if you sell it. And it's like a hundred bucks, take it to, you know, a car dealer, see, I'm, oh, 500 bucks, take it to an antique or like a car res restoration, see how much they'll give you. They'll give me 2 million because it's like a, you know, whatever, whatever. And, you know, there's like a watch analogy. There's a couple of different ones. And I think that for me, it's like the knowing your worth and knowing where you'll be treated as important, worthy, all of these different pieces. And that, that analogy is always like stuck with me because I think it's such a good one. But then I other, also think there's the, there's a difference between work is hard and work is breaking your soul. Yes. And, and, and I think that's the piece and I, I've seen quite a few posts recently about this, but it's like the, you know, if you are being verbally abused or belittled or harassed or discriminated against, that can break your soul. If you are been, or if you're giving project given projects that are not worthy of the level of skills that you have, like busy work. You know, this one I think comes out sometimes for women being asked to like take notes when they're supposed to be leading the meeting or take notes as the secretary when they're, they can't contribute as, as much. And so I think there's that piece. Um, and then I, I think it's also just the, like, are you, have you looked around the company? Have you said what else is available? Are there promotion, other, other teams, um, and if once you've kind of looked at that and there isn't another place for you to go, that's for me, those are some of the qualifiers. If, if I think about soul destruction I'm with you, soul destruction, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want to say break your soul again. Uh, but like, I, I think that that's the piece where I have been, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but there have been times in my career when I'm like, I don't think I can do this. Yes. I am exhausted. I am tired. This is so challenging to my skill set. All of those things. That's not breaking my soul. That's challenging me and pushing me to do better, learn more, whatever it might be. And those actually, once you get to the other side of it, you're like, holy Hannah, I'm so glad I got that experience. Yes. Um, but I, I, I think like, have you had a similar, like, what are your thoughts? I've had moments in my career that I put up with that were soul breaking in the past, um, where it was just like a fight every day, where everything was a fight. Like I had to fight, it felt like I had to fight to get recognition, or I had to fight to get credit, or I had to, you know, fight to get promotions or get like moved up. Like I, I feel like um those things ought to happen and but the thing that i think happens especially to people that have a long history of being ignored or disrespected 
or marginalized, pick the phrase, is that you like staying because you're hoping that the, the system is set up for you and it wasn't set up for you, like you're going to get promotion. Like I came to work every day on time. You know, I only take an hour lunch. I only take two 15-minute breaks. I go to all the meetings. I take the notes. I give all the backup. I should be getting a raise or getting promoted. And, like, holding out and thinking that I'm supposed to get this. Like, I, it's something that I've earned. And staying even when you don't get it, right? Like, that can be soul-crushing. And I think sometimes it takes going to an organization where they're not crushing your soul to realize what you've been dealing with. You know, and I think that piece has a, a lot of it. And I mean, but the other part, just looking at the song, it's like release your mind, release the stress. You know, there's so many pieces. I just think it's funny because it said I just fell in love and I quit my job. And that says a lot where it's like. I felt it almost goes back to what you're saying, like all of a sudden I felt value and now I maybe I mean. You can probably take it a million different ways, but it makes me think of, I feel worthy now, like something within this relationship. I felt, I fell in love. And so now I'm, I'm doing this. Um, I don't need this job anymore. And so I think it's interesting that that's what comes right before that. I, I agree. I think that one did also kind of stick out for me too, because it is like the, um, you know, I, I I can think back to times when I have had crushes or been dating someone, and it's like, oh, everything's great. Oh, who cares about work? Let's you know, right, <laughs> right. Let's right. focus on the important stuff like dating and you know whatever. Um, and and so I can think back on those, and that's where it kind of took me. But it, it, I like, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Where it's the once you start to understand your worth, know your worth feel like someone understands that too. Don't you love when your Alexa just starts making noise at you and you're like, no, I just said her name. So now she's really gonna look for me. Um, Sorry, I digress. Um, Feeling validated, feeling like you are of value and someone is showing you that you are valued and like what that does to you. I think that's just, it's so interesting to me. what else do you want to say about this song? I should pull up the lyrics too, because I just yeah. I just listened to it and I was like, this is good. No, there's what else more because she says that like it keeps you up all night. That's why she can't sleep at night because of her work and her job. And I, what was well, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, people are gonna be quitting their jobs tomorrow. I was just yeah. like, oh snap, because this is not, it made me think of a resurgence of the great resignation. It was like, are people going to listen to this? And they're like, like, this is your sign. This is the last straw. You need to, to get out and do that. So that was part of the things that it made me think when it was like, it within the song again, it's like, everybody's doing it. Like my whole clique, all of my friends, like nobody can take it anymore. And I think that's where we're at. I mean, I was talking to my executive producer who was like, do you think we'll ever like have more people that agree than don't agree? Do you think there's going to be like peace? Do you think there's going to be a point where, you know, all these blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I don't. And he was like, oh, okay. Um, But I think that he was like, oh, that's nice. Um, But I think you have to have some kind of hope, right? That's that's true. (laughs) 
That's a really hopeful position, Jackie. Yeah, I mean, you had to have some. I was just messing with them, but I was oh like, my no, God. no, 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 yeah. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, that is a pipe dream. But I think what's important is that, you know, you realize this is happening to everybody right now. And I think that we have had this collective mourning that we haven't figured out how to get out of that's been carrying being carrying on for a long time and that i think is woven throughout this this piece where is there is we are starting to see people come out of it at different stages but there is just a collective frustration that i see how much do you understand the future of finance I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast, Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transform, available wherever you get your podcast, and now available on YouTube. Yeah, and I think that's a part of the song also that I really like, the release part, where it's like, it's not just everything's horrible, quit your job, and, 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 and we're broken. There's also this, like, what are we going to do about it? And how are we going to release some of these things? Because I think I 100% agree with you that I think everyone is exhausted and everyone is like, this is never going to end. And we are never going to be in a country that can actually get along. And we're never going to have sensible gun laws and nothing's going to happen from these January 6th hearings. And, and you can just like pile, pile, pile all oh. those things. I, I don't know if you have had this recently work, but I just have had a resurgence of folks getting COVID. And it's just like, it, it's never, like, it's just always something. And, and I feel like there are these recurring themes and to be able to say, not just you, I'm not gonna let that happen, but also here's what I am gonna put in its place. And I'm gonna release some of the things that no longer work for me. What was so, that? I'm sorry. It's okay. It's four o'clock. You know, this lovely dog that you love so much, Miss Penelope. Yes. She just looked at me. Um, where's Auntie Jackie? She's like, <gasps> She's like, where is she? I want to bark at her. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to take a nap. Could you please be quiet? Thank you. Um, so she, um, gets up very early my friends and then the cats yes. are like all up in my business all night so i don't sleep i'm very tired I'm very tired <laughs> um anyway so really love the song what else would you want to talk about with this song i just want people to because at the same time it's a weird time there's companies like us that we're hiring there's people that are doing layoffs like we talked about last week um, I just want to tell everybody to not give up and just keep networking because there's so many opportunities. Don't just network when you do have a layoff um, and don't just quit out of nowhere. You might have to hang on to your job just a little bit longer, um, but keep looking to make sure that you can find a place where you fit. 
And, and that's the other thing, like everyone is hiring right now. So there's so many places that you can work. Um, I do have a totally random question for you. So the one line she talks about smoking with the yak. <laughs> so cognac, right? But right. does that mean she smokes the POT? Well, you know, I wouldn't know. That is not exactly. my, I, I think, I think that's Is that what that she's means. inferring? That she's a Smokehannes Rex? I think she's actually talking about a real yak. Like maybe smoked meats. Bullshit. Like a, like a, like a charcuterie. Nope, nope. Don't try, don't try to make stuff up. Or is she's, or is it like the, I'm going to, I'm going to use a very horrible reference. Is she like, you know, she was this lovely young woman and then she married Jay-Z who's like, no, she's drinking the yak and smoking the sack. Drinking the yak and smoking the POT. <laughs> like a Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown situation, but not That's as dark. So not that Not as dark situation. at all. I'm just kidding. That can you not, pick a worse like, that that was not a good that's not a good i just mean like you know beyonce's always been this like very clean cut somewhat wholesome um, you know the, oh i think that depends uh, okay now that i'm thinking back to like <laughs> i think that so depends on what track that's my old songs what was the one um oh i'm gonna i'm gonna it's that one song that's like uh it's gonna make me crazy let's come back to that <laughs> yeah i can get up here um oh. bootylicious i so do you know what i just googled right now is destiny's child song about butts <laughs> i couldn't remember what it was called bootylicious there you go <laughs> people. now you're getting the inner workings of katie's brain um, like no, that. no, I I was kidding about the the reference that I just made on the Bob Brown Whitney Houston bad <laughs> story, and Thank you. Uh, we love you, Whitney. Uh, we love you, Bobby. Uh, anyways, I just meant like you know, does she smoke pot? That's all I'm really asking. Do you think that she? I don't know. Pot? I don't know. I'll ask her the next yeah, time we hang out, at though. The club. I need to I'll know. I need answers. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at her and find out. I'm gonna I think find you should out. slip into her DMs. Yeah, that seems like a totally reasonable idea. Yeah. Um, I, I'm Katie and QQ. That's what all the kids are saying. You know, quick question. <laughs> all the kids are doing it. I should. Yeah, but QQ. I'm the cool aunt. I'm the cool aunt. <laughs> I don't think you should put like smoke pot though. I don't know I if you're gonna get a response. You know, I shouldn't say POT. That should not be how I reference it. I mean, it feels right to me, but what now, do I, I know? I think you should just add a GIF of Beyonce smoking pot. Like, is this real? Is this, is this you? I'm just curious. Um, yeah. First of all, very much overestimating my skills on fixing pictures. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not, not a skill set I have, nor do I care to have. Um, all right, so I want to switch gears. Okay. How many calls have you gotten this week from people that work at Tesla? <laughs> wow. The floodgates I mean, have opened, my friend. The floodgates have opened. True story. So 
when I was at one of those companies I used to work for, they were a client. And then the rep that we talked to at Tesla was like, Elon sent out an email and said he doesn't trust um, he doesn't trust artificial intelligence. And I was like, he's got a personless car. Like, what do you mean? They canceled yeah. the contract because he um, said no more AI because he doesn't trust it. And so they canceled, like, a thousand licenses, like, overnight. Could so, not believe it. So I, I want to – what happened? Like, what? who hurt him recently? Because I feel like – I don't know. Because it was, you know, he's gone to Mars. And, you know, Mr. – I'm going to leave it on a jet plane, um, going to Mars. And now it's like I'm uber Republican and – I don't even know. And then like, I, I did, I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff that's like basically like it's the, I think I sent you the article. Um, he, you know, told everyone it's only going to be certain roles that we're going to cut. It's only certain roles we're going to make come back to the office. And now he's lied about both of those and, con, you know, kind of yes. gone back. I just would love to be a, a fly on the wall for the legal team at Tesla right now because, you know, they are pulling out their hair. They have to be going, I mean, this is out of control. Yeah. And I imagine all of his close advisors are probably just annoyed by the whole Twitter thing <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of like there should be some new rule, like certain people should just not be on Twitter. It's kind of like my mom shouldn't be on Facebook, but she continues to like do stuff on Facebook, like repost pictures from like 2017 that you're like, now why what with no comment just reposting it from someone else's page and like weird stuff like that i kind of feel like this is one of those examples that like a let's not let him buy twitter that's number one and yeah. two let's get him off the platform as well because he's not good at it <laughs> so, um, well i mean <laughs> sorry the Washington Post just posted a white Tesla Model S was sitting in a Rancho Cordova, California, wrecking yard earlier this month, having been severely damaged in a collision three weeks earlier when it suddenly erupted into flames. <laughs> I'm like, really? Just stop. Like, no. Now no, there's so, a campaign. No, this is the thing. Hey, I know some stuff now. I know some things about some stuff. Do you want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Okay, so the batteries on some electric vehicles have something, some component in them. This is where you're going to, you know, I'm probably losing some listeners because I'm saying I know some stuff. And then I'm like, actually, I don't really know all the things, but <laughs> there's something with the batteries that the batteries are catching fire. And so they are trying to change up the battery companies and all these different things and how they're making the batteries. Um, but this is one of the challenges right now that EVs are facing. That's electric vehicles for those not in the electric vehicle space. <laughs> Thank you. I just think it's dumb that they put out the article. FYI, Jackie wants to punch me right now. Sorry, go. <laughs> no, you're so smart. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, is it a campaign now that it's like now anti-Tesla, all the yeah, things? Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> Uh, it's so <laughs> I, love, I love all of the things. I just am like, please stop. 
I'm really disappointed. The reason that I'm sad, though, is that um, Elon Musk, when he was opening, like, the Tesla factory and having all those things in Austin, and it was affiliated with Houston Tillotson. So now I'm really sad because it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm confused. It's like, why yeah. are you opening this organization and specifically open a program at an HBCU, and then you don't want people to um, – you're, then on the other side, you're firing people, and you don't want people to get by, bit by the woke virus. So I don't know what is happening. Yeah, it, like I, I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like something has happened where, like, we're gonna get. Just wait. It's you know gonna what come it is. Out, like, it's gonna be the like, pot. No, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like a medical hold. <laughs> it's gonna be like a medical hold because something happened to him. Because I also like that is one like that some of these layoffs. That that was the article, you know that. They're getting rid of folks that are leading their employee resource groups. Yes. They're getting rid of folks that are focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion because of they had new. a focus. And then all of a sudden, how did that happen? Yeah. You're right. There's something but, that's about to happen. Right. And 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 I think the other part is that like he's calling the plants, like the manufacturing plants, money furnaces. I don't know if you heard about that one because like no. all of, because they're saying it's like just money is going out the window. Um, like he just is doing some very erratic things. Um, and then it, I, I don't know if you just saw this one just popped up about he's going to he's considering doing ads to to counter the media bias. So like I want to say or you could just be quiet. If you just that. would be quiet and do your job the media wouldn't have anything to report on so like it's just weird to me that no one is advising him like hey maybe let's stay off twitter for 10 minutes or so and that it just is so it harkens back to a world leader that maybe led us for a while um like just random tweets random comments random things that you're like huh what does this have to do with anything um I mean, he's getting a ton of press, but it's not good press at all. At all. At all. And I don't, I just, I'm just, I'm literally just awestruck. I'm so confused. <laughs> I yeah. just don't understand why, you know, what, what, what is going on? The world is like in mass chaos that's why we have to listen to more beyonce and i can't wait for the whole album to come out because i think that beyonce is the only thing that can save us right now we are gathered here today to give you permission to plan the wedding that you want i'm jessica bishop and i'm sari wienerman and we're the hosts of the bouquet toss podcast Today's couples have to juggle so many things, from family expectations to outdated traditions and what's currently trending. So to make it easier, we're going deep to figure out why we do weddings the way that we do, so you can decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. You are cordially invited to subscribe to The Bouquet Toss wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcast.com. By the power vested in us, we pronounce you free to plan your day your way. I did see something funny, a meme or whatever, something funny that was someone was like, you know, Beyonce just had me spend $50 for this book and now she wants me to quit my job. I was like, exactly. 
Um, I, are you also confused about what the woke mind virus is? Uh, yeah. I don't understand the woke mind virus. <laughs> don't it's just like I understand. feel like people are just stringing words together that don't mean anything just to do it. They're just trying to co-opt on all of these things to try to make in people just hear it and then they're like, this is bad. It's like you don't right. know what you're talking about. Right. And then Tucker Carlson repeats it. Because oh why would why did you say that? Because that's what he does. Yeah. He starts to say some of these like wackadoo things too. That you're like, wait, what? Um, I just, I for anyone that's listening that works at Tesla, lots of jobs for you to get. Jackie and I are available, and we yeah, we, we will can support share. you. Yeah, we can share the links to our job pages. Um, but I, I also like so we you know we're just talking about like toxic environments and releasing your job like this would be one of those times when you would yeah. have to as a tesla employee regardless of whether you're being laid off or asked to come back to the office or not that you have to sit back and go what is happening here and this isn't right mm -mm. i don't know it just it's seems very interesting mm -mm. i just think that there and like as soon as things start to calm down, it's just something else that somebody brings up just to like infuriate right. people or to like distraction. Right. Um, and it's like, like why? Like this should not. This should not be a thing. Um, you know, I just wish that. I mean, there's so much that's already going on without this, like you were talking about. I mean, the resurgence of people still getting it. COVID and inflation and the fear of a recession and layoffs and you're going to buy Twitter and then just call people names. Stop it. Like, right. Nobody has time for that. Right. Well, that's, but that's why he said he's doing these layoffs is because he's worried about inflation. Yes. But did you hear the way he said it? Like the first thing that he said was like, Oh, this is kind of like, um, this is kind of messed up. And then someone had an official statement. <laughs> I'll find it because it was funny. It came out first uh, via a email um, and then they had to confirm like, what are you talking about? Because of the way yeah. that he had said it. He, I mean, like, I, I, I know he is obviously has a very different way of thinking about things, but there are some times when you just have to like, like maybe maybe get a communications person that can be your spokesperson um, right i i don't know but anyways like i just yeah there's too many things going on for but i i, I do wonder like how the right is going to just destroy this beyonce song and like be like see they don't want to work because <laughs> mm -hmm. you know it's gonna be some dumb logic of like no that's not really what she said at all um right i don't know i feel it but i i just you know i just want things i want people to just settle down <laughs> just, yeah just settle down for a if minute everyone can just settle down that would be amazing yes absolutely um what else you got going oh so we are going to post a podcast 
that we did for work human but oh. it's uh audio so look for that and it's just a little bit we're just sharing a little bit about our experience at work human we actually recorded it while we were there so we were all a, a flutter from the work human vibe um which is so good um yes was that before or after that amazing dinner that we had oh i think it was after we did have mm. an amazing dinner and yeah. then we need to go back and do that and we did um we did we just posted about the the layoffs and the return to office now we need to we need to ask people for some new topics i don't want to talk about any of these topics next week right i don't want to talk yep. about do you viruses, want to talk about whataburger since you have a whataburger sign in your back no oh. i want whataburger for dinner though yum Okay, I, I just want to I want everyone to be aware of what happens while we're recording. So Jackie is in central time zone. So she's two hours ahead of me in Arizona right now. And so she and her executive director get together while we're recording and decide what's for dinner. And it's never a good choice. It's never like balance. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna make some I don't even know. I can't even think of a good example right now. And I'm looking at the Whataburger side um like whataburger is one of those similar like jack-in-the-box where you can't eat it during the day <laughs> there were several years and that yeah i did get to no, i am a, a woman of a certain age where you know at one o'clock it's like oh i want a burger maybe a water yes. burger yeah i have i've i've eclipsed that's fair i think every time what i remember about whatever i don't go there very often i think like the last time it was after a night out um and i always remember that it like would take forever to get our food because they like you could be like i want you know 17 different tops you know things on there and this that and the other thing and so it would take like 20 minutes to get your food and then by that time you're like i just need to go to sleep <laughs> yeah know. yeah so, like whoever was driving had to drive with yeah like whoever was driving had to deal with a bunch of like semi-drunk sleepy people that were like we're starving and we don't want to wait any longer <laughs> when i was in high school we used to they had a microphone and we'd walk up to it and pull it that's how they would place the orders and we'd oh. to try to place our own order not a good no, idea not a good idea no, absolutely not, not. not ideal because you would go inside <laughs> yeah i don't go inside places i try to avoid that at all costs no, Try this was high school. I mean, now I'm it. not looking for it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. where the it's cool probably, kids probably were driving, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this has <sighs> evolved into what's for dinner, folks. So the, all I'm saying into is, the can. Yeah, all I'm saying is, um, fiance is the queen. Yep. If, if you learn nothing from this episode, know that Beyonce is the queen. Yes. That is all. That's That'll all I have through. to say about that. Do you want to add I anything to that or where would you go with that too as your one thing? I think people know. I think people really need to assess and let's just continue the great resignation. Figure it out. Let's use the yeah. opportunity to, you know, shift. You know, and again, I know folks smart. have already yeah, I know folks have already started reaching out from some of our prior episodes. But please know, Jackie and I know a lot of good HR people at a lot of good companies. So yeah. if you need an intro, if you need anything, we're here. We're here to support yeah. you in whatever you need. And not just HR folks, all the folks. That's all right. All right, everyone. 
well on that note thank you so much for listening this is katie and this is jackie uh, bye bye <laughs> hold on Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you, and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.